0: tuning into the high performance path podcast and i'm your host alex if you want to increase your productivity enhance your mental performance hack your sleep and build a bulletproof body then you're in the right place get ready as we dive into interviews with performance coaches business owners and health professionals to find out their daily routines habits and movement practices all right let's go All right, welcome back to the High Performance Path podcast and welcome to the show, Nez.
1: Thank you, Alex. It's such a pleasure to be here.
0: So tell the listeners who you are, what you do, just in like a few sentences and then we'll dive into a little bit more about yourself.
1: Um, Yeah, well, basically, I am the founder of La a women's only, well, two women's only gyms, one based in Newcastle and one in Maitland, Um, and I spend my time, you know, coaching women in fitness and in health and generally just trying to support them to be their best selves.
0: Yeah, awesome. So you've got quite an interesting story of how you got in the fitness industry. Um, I don't want to dive into that right now. Mm-hmm. I want to actually get to know you a little bit differently.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's a, it's something I haven't done on the podcast yet. Oh. <laughs> so is, before we go into what we've got coming up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is there um, – how can people find out your story? Is there somewhere you can send people that want to find out?
1: Yeah, well, we have a podcast, the Lasson Podcast. So um, the very first episode kind of shares my story. It's me just talking into the mic um, about my journey. So yeah, if you feel so inclined, head on to that. Or you can head to our website as well, lasson.net.au.
0: Yeah, sweet. Go check that out, guys. Listen to the first episode of the mm-hmm. Lesom Podcast Yeah, to hear narrative stories. It's a, it's a really good story. So it, today, in my hands here, I've got some cards that I'm shuffling up. Mm-hmm. Now this is actually a it's a card game that it's called the Icebreaker deck. Okay. It's a card game by Best Self Co.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not sure I've if you're familiar with that company. They sell like um, journals, yep. like templated yeah, journals seen and them. stuff. Yeah. And they brought out card games. And so I thought, oh, I'll get one of them and, and try it. And this one's called the Icebreaker deck. Okay. Basically, I want to have like maybe a rapid fire, Yep. Um, maybe 10 cards that you're going to pick. I'm game. And then I want you just to, to answer mm-hmm. whatever comes to mind. Now, they're different categories. So okay. there'll be a mixture of like, would you rather, or like if you could, or like just random questions about life. Okay. All right. Are I'm you ready? I'm um for it. All right. I'll, um, I'll let you pick them up.
1: Well, I love the color yellow, so I'm definitely going to go for a yellow one. Are you a cat or a dog person? Definitely a dog person. Dog person. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, next one. Um, okay. If you could only keep three things from your home, what would you pick and why? Oh, um, I'd keep all of my books. Yep. Because I love my books. I'm a reader. Um, I'd keep my bed, so I'd somewhere to sleep. <laughs> And I would keep um, my family photos. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, red one. When was the last time you cried, and why? Um, I actually cried this morning.
0: Really?
1: Um, Yeah, I was having a bit of a chat with a friend. Um, She's pregnant, and we were just reminiscing, and you know, got a bit emotional because we were talking about relationships, and um, you know, we both had a bit of a relationship breakdown recently. And, um, yeah, so we both had a little cry for that. That was kind of oh. cute. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It was a nice bonding moment. Would you rather die before your partner or after? Oh, God, that's a tough one.
0: There's some pretty deep questions yeah. in this
1: deck. Uh, you know what? I used to think about this with my family a lot because it's interesting. It's like, do you, would you rather withstand the pain and and have them avoid the pain? And you take it, or would you rather die and avoid it, losing them, and them them have to? And I, I don't know. I'd like to say um, that I, I think it would be unbearable to lose a partner, but I would want to be the one to outlive them, so that they didn't have to go through the pain of, yeah, my death. Yeah. That's what I'd like. I'd like to think I'm that kind of person. Okay, Yellow, which piece are you when you play Monopoly? The shoe. Are <laughs> Always you? the shoe, yeah. I, I love shoes. I'm a shoe girl. I
0: think I'm the canon.
1: Oh, really? That yeah. does not surprise me. Doesn't it? No, <laughs> you're definitely a canon kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was your first job? I was a checkout chick at Woolies.
0: Oh, nice. Mm. I've been a checkout chick at Woolies as
1: oh, well. Oh, well, there you go. We've got something in common. Yeah, it wasn't
0: my first job.
1: <laughs> and what was your first job?
0: Um, I worked in a bakery oh. just, it was after school. So it was mm. the afternoon shift. So it wasn't making anything. It was like cleaning.
1: Oh geez. Did you get to I eat ha- any of the leftovers? Yeah, actually. Did you put on weight while you were working there? No,
0: well th- the first day the owner said, now, the, you're going to have one chance i'm going to let you eat as much of anything you want
1: oh make yourself sick
0: yeah and then you never want to eat it again
1: <laughs> that's actually brilliant
0: that's a good idea hey <laughs> it's really really good um but yeah i didn't like working at the bakery oh yeah it was, it was I, just I couldn't cleaning. do
1: it. yeah yeah i couldn't do that I'd, eat, I'd be eating too much of the food vanilla <laughs> slice i'd be gone
0: all right that was sick so we got another okay.
1: four if you could only drink one type of alcohol for the rest of your life what would you choose Gin and tonic, hands down. Yeah. Gin and tonic, gin and soda, lime, lemon, lemongrass. That's mm, me. Nice. Um, okay. What's your favorite gin? Uh, Hendrix. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Did I see you've got a bottle? Yeah, Yeah, I've did got actually. some in the corner over there. They're such beautiful bottles too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, Hendrix for sure. Yeah, love it. Would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? I think always the bad and then finish with the good. So yeah. you at least finish on a on a high yeah and i think when you get the bat the good news and you're waiting for the bad you're waiting for the other shoe to drop so you can't really enjoy the good okay um what are the top three things on your bucket list Ah, interesting interesting that's a red card i've actually been thinking for such a long time i've wanted to dye my hair red (laughs) i just love red hair really and i'm doing it this year
0: you've never done it before
1: never done it
0: you're doing and, it this
1: year? Yep. I can show you a photo of what I'm going for. That's... A short red bob. So that's one thing I'm doing this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you know when? Um, I've got a bit of a goal. Like I've got some things I want to tick off. Like I want, i you Is... know, I'm going through a bit of a transformative period.
0: Is it going to be a summer or a winter? Yes.
1: I'm a light-skinned kind of girl and I think you need a bit of color. So I want to wait until it's a bit warmer. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of months, so I think maybe September, October.
0: I'll hold you to that. Yeah, I oh, believe me, it's happening. It's coming out on the podcast, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely. It's been something I've always wanted to try—just red hair for a little while. Yeah, cool. So I want to try that. See if redheads have more fun.
0: Wait, is that one of the things on your bucket list? Yeah. Yet?
1: Yeah. Yep. So that's just one, you know, simple thing. Yeah, nice. Um, another thing would be to travel to Mexico.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I've
1: always wanted to go to Mexico. I love the food, love the music, love the dancing. Like, love to do that.
0: Might not happen for a few years. Yeah, now.
1: I know, I know, right? It's pretty scary. I
0: think I heard twenty twenty three. Wow, really? For, for, for international, international travel. travel?
1: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it might be a while. And the funny thing is, I was nearly, I was nearly going to go last year, last oh. November. I was nearly going, didn't make it. But um, yeah, that and then um another thing on my bucket list. What have I always wanted to do? Um, I've kind of done a lot because I've travelled a lot. I've done a lot of like adventure stuff that I love. Um. I suppose I've always wanted to um, climb Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa too. Nice. That's kind of something I'd like to do.
0: I'm just reading at the moment a biography of a guy who's – he did the seven summits. Yeah. And that's oh, one wow. of the seven. Yeah. And he's actually about to climb that in the book. Yeah, wow. That's the part I'm up to. Yeah,
1: very cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Africa, seen it. I've seen it and I, I, we didn't get a chance to do it but I'd like to do that.
0: That'd be really cool to yeah. do. Yeah.
1: like to train for it and do it, you know, properly.
0: I think you've got to watch out for the um the altitude.
1: Yeah, it makes you really sick apparently.
0: Yeah, like some – they don't know why, but it affects some people more yeah, than others.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be definitely one of those that would get sick for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell.
0: I think this is the last one.
1: Would you rather live in an apartment in the city or a mansion in the country? Um, ooh, can I say both? I'd love to have an inner city apartment and then a mansion in the country to get away on weekends. <laughs> you've got to pick one. Uh yeah. I'd have to say inner city apartment. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, being able to walk out the f- out the door and get to a cafe. I like connection. I like people. Yeah. yeah. So if I had to pick one, the city.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah.
1: Very cool. I liked that. All that right.
0: was fun. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that on the podcast with no. any guests before. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, it was interesting. I like it. A nice little icebreaker. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. So the Lesom <coughs> Gyms, you have two, two of them now? Yes. Two locations. Mm-hmm. One at the first location was in Carrington. Yep. And the second location you've opened up out at it, Maitland or yep. East Maitland?
1: Yeah, it's East Maitland technically, yeah.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um in how how many years ago did you open the first gym?
1: Um, it'll be six years ago now. Six. Mm.
0: Um what's something that's surprised you that you've learnt in the six years since opening the first location?
1: Yeah. Um
0: probably a lot of things.
1: Oh, yeah, so many. Um I think The one thing that's really surprised me (laughs) is the belief that um, I I never went into business because I wanted to earn more money and work less. Like what surprises me is how many people go into business thinking that. Um, I think what surprises me is people's idea about what business is, that people that own businesses have loads of cash, super successful, they are happy Um, and it's actually probably one of the – most challenging things you'll ever do. And it's challenging in so many different ways, like it it tests you like, you know, but there are also so many amazing rewards. So almost so many, you know, it, it, there's so many ups and downs. Yeah, there is constantly. And you know, at times <clears throat> I find myself questioning my ability and thinking am I not good at this? But I recently read the book Shoe Dog by the guy who wrote uh, founded Nike. And the whole book is about ups and downs. And I, That's a I, good book. Yeah. I thought to myself – and you can tell he, he's written that book for founders of business. And I just think, well, if the guy who founded Nike and, – and they were extreme highs and lows, like, you know, being sued for $50 billion and stuff like that. <clears throat> I think that, you know, I think, yeah, when you hear about it happening in any business and the more you talk to other business owners, we all experience it. I just don't think I was really prepared for it, so –
0: What's one bit of bit of advice you would give someone who is new to business or about to jump into starting their first business?
1: Yeah, I think read the book, Start With Your Why by Simon Sinek. I think um, when I look at business, the people that succeed and do really well are doing it because their heart is in the right place. They're not doing it because they think that they want to become – they the business will make them successful or rich or – um, significant in some way, they their heart is in the right place and they want to help people. Um, so I think you really need to really interrogate yourself and ask yourself why is it that you want to do this and make sure that your intentions are there and they're honourable.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important, not <clears throat> doing it for the money.
1: Yeah, because there is no money. Mm. And if you're doing it, like not at first. Yeah. You know, at first there's nothing. It's just a lot of hard work, blood, sweat and tears and you will find that you will die out really quickly if you're doing it for the money because you won't want to wait for that.
0: Mm. Can you explain to the listeners um, a little bit more about the Lesom gyms mm. if they haven't heard of them?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> basically, um, you know, I created I, – I went through an experience myself where, you know, a journey – 10 years ago, you know, I was 20 kilos overweight and I wanted to join a gym and back at the time um, – I lived across – I bought a house across the road from a a gym and I was – you know, 10 years ago, this style of training was so, you know, new and different. Like I'd never seen anything like it. And um, I was turned away because I was too overweight. What style
0: of of training?
1: It was CrossFit. CrossFit. Yep. And um, I, you know – that experience really shaped me and really, you know, it was it was really tough to, to go through that. But then luckily for me, I was welcomed in with open arms to a different CrossFit gym years uh, months later and my transformation began there. So learning that lesson and seeing what could be achieved with either different approaches made me really passionate about wanting to create a space where people were welcomed no matter what age, shape or size they are. And so that's what we work on every day. Like our community is number one at our forefront and our goal is to make sure that anyone that walks through the front door is made to feel welcome. And our values are community, excellence and courage. And we try to like teach our girls to live by those values every day. Courage, you know, that could be coming through the front door for the first time. It could be trying a new skill, like being brave enough to kick up onto the wall for your first-hand stand. Um, It could be going to breakfast one day when you don't know anyone. And then excellence, like, you know, You and I like constantly reading books, listening to podcasts, trying to become better, trying to grow, trying to learn. You know, we're we're constantly trying to encourage our girls to think that way and become better in every aspect of their life. And so what I love doing is I love, you know, creating a community that it's, you know, connected and wants to become better and evolve. And that's through our coaches, our values, our culture and our community. That's awesome. Mm.
0: One thing that I've seen you you, you've been doing this for a while now that I wanted to talk about is your winter swim squad. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: How did that whole thing start about?
1: Yeah. Um, so one year, I, I would have been probably in my early 20s. Um, I lived with a friend who lived across the road from a beach and she used to swim nearly every day. And I used to think she was mad. And she told me that she swore swore by it because it was the best immune booster for, you know, it was just such a good immune booster. And I remember at the time, like, I was – constantly getting sick like constantly getting the flu constantly run down with viruses like and she even commented to me about how sick I was yet I was eating what I thought was a reasonable diet I was exercising I was doing all the right things so I joined her one summer like one winter and like every other winter I would get like so sick with the flu like and I'm talking like the flu flu and I swam with her two or three times a week for like all of winter one year And I did not get sick. And I just remember thinking to myself, oh my God, she's right. So I just started to do it. So the first year I started Lassam, I said to the girls, every Wednesday we're going to go running and afterwards we're going to swim. And at the end of it, if you do the 12 weeks, I'll buy you a hoodie. Like I'll give you a free hoodie, or free pair of swimmers or something like that.
0: Was it hard to get people on board?
1: The first year I had two girls. So I had four start out and only two made it to the end. Second year we had nine. Third year we had 18. Fourth year we had 30-something. And then last year we had 52.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Last year you had 52 girls turn up every week for the whole of winter, 13 weeks. You're allowed one week off. So you're allowed one like absentee where mm. you could potentially be away or be sick or whatever. But you've got to show up for 12 weeks. And they all got a free pair of swimmers at the end of it, free pair of the swimmers. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: That's really good. Um,
1: well, it is because, you know, I look at these girls, so many of them would never have done something like that. And when you're in the water swimming in the middle of winter and you just think, I can do anything. So it's like it's really cool for them to experience that and just challenge them to step outside their comfort zone.
0: Have you heard of the saying, um, eat eat your toad in the morning or eat the toad in the morning or yeah, something? I have, or yeah, Or eat your frog in the morning? Yeah,
1: do the hardest thing. Yeah, first.
0: if you start in the morning yeah. with the hardest thing, yeah. then the rest of the day is going to be easy. Totally. I totally. kind of feel like that's, you yeah. know, you're setting the rest of your day up yeah. for success.
1: Yeah. And do you know what happens? When you jump in the ocean, in the first thing in the morning, core, your core body temperature matches the environment around you so I always find like today right I haven't swam this morning and I'm I can't, I'm freezing yesterday it was a similar temperature but I trained and went straight to the the bars and jumped in and I was warm all day so you actually really notice it like mm. your core body temperature adjusts and is set for the day yeah mm.
0: I've been doing it I've I ha- haven't done it throughout a winter mm-hmm. I've started doing it like on the weekends now mm-hmm. yeah but it's not Quite the middle of winter yet. Yeah. And it's every week that I do it. Yeah. It's getting a little bit colder. A little bit harder. And harder. I'm like, I'm dreading when it's going to be in the middle of winter. Do I'm, you do
1: anything beforehand? The, the key mm. is you've got to get warm before, beforehand. Like you go for get, a run.
0: Okay. Like
1: I wouldn't just rock up to the beach and jump in the water. We right,
0: That's what I've been that's, doing.
1: Yeah, that's hard. We go for a run beforehand. So we probably run five or six K. Oh, so yeah. we're all hot and bothered. And then we just quickly strip off and jump straight in. And when you do it like that – you know, you're so warm that by the time you get in, it feels good. And yeah. then the hardest part is kind of just getting out. Like getting out and then we quickly have a hot shower. Trackies, Ugg boots, coffee. Coffee, the best.
0: warm drink. Give yourself <laughs> – give your, do
1: the challenge <laughs> this year. Winter starts next week. Start, do it. So, and do you know what? Count it down.
0: Oh, because oh, so you do it over the 12 weeks, the whole of yeah,
1: winter. Yeah, we start literally the first Wednesday of winter. Yeah. And then it, we count the weeks. It's always 13 weeks. And you count. So week one, week two, week three. We take a photo every week. Hmm. And then it just, it number one, it makes you love winter. Like you actually love it. And then number two, winter flies. Because all of a sudden, you're three, four weeks in. You're halfway. On the downhill, it's over. Wow. So it's actually the best thing to do.
0: That's a really good challenge. Mm, do it. I might. I I don't want to commit to it. Commit on but Instagram. I, I should.
1: Do it on. Keep it. Keep yourself accountable on Instagram. Do yeah,
0: it. Yeah, that is a good way to to but keep yourself accountable. My tip
1: is go for a run beforehand. Get warm. Like do five Ks or something, or mm. do a session at the gym. Do a row and mm. get your body really hot and bothered and sweaty, and then jump in. That's yeah. the trick.
0: I don't mind running actually, and yeah. I I quite often that same day. It's usually Sunday morning, and that's usually my day where I'll I'll go for a run. Yeah. And I'll usually try to do a nasal breathing. Session or yep. something, yep. On that day, so I might just start with that yeah. and then jump in afterwards. Yeah,
1: do you run first and in. then jump straight in. Yeah, You'll, it'll make the, all the difference.
0: Yeah, sweet. So, I want to talk a little bit about your morning routine. Yep. So you do a lot. Yep. You, you're quite busy. You do. Um, I want to know how you kind of start your mornings.
1: Mm-hmm. So Cause you
0: don't start with a, a a jump in the ocean every morning. No,
1: no, I don't do it every morning. In like sometimes I'm a bit like I'll jump in two or three times a week. It's Monday to Friday, yep. and then on a weekend I'll jump in with a friend. But mm. um, my, I really, I feel really good about my morning routine at the moment. Like I've tried lots of different things, and and this is just what I think works for me.
0: and I think that's important to try different. Yeah. things Yeah, not and everyone's you're not always going to stick to the same morning routine. Hundred percent. Yep. So what's it currently for you? So currently
1: working? I wake up at quarter past five, and the first thing I do. That's when I wake up. Oh, I do. Same there you time. go. Same time. So I go and make myself a hot water with lemon and I just like drink that and it just kind of makes me feel good. And then I'll sit down and I do the the toad thing. So like my big thing at the moment is um, going inward. So I'm trying to meditate and it's been something I've been running away from my whole life. I have not been able to sit with myself. So I've set myself a little challenge to just for seven minutes before 7 a.m., seven days a week, sit down and meditate. So that's the first thing I do. I, I light a candle, I sit down for seven minutes and I just just breathe.
0: Do you do it guided or do you just do it yourself? I just sit by
1: myself yep. and I just listen and I just observe my thoughts and I just try to just slow down and just create space. And then I'll get dressed and I'll go to the gym and I'll do a workout with the girls. That goes for about 45 minutes, um, an hour. um. I think that's – I love training in the morning and getting your your body moving I think is so important. And then sunshine, vitamin D is so important too. So I'll usually either drive to the beach and I'll jump in the water and I'll sit in the sun for a little bit or I'll go for a walk and I'll try and get some vitamin D that way and I'll listen to a podcast. So either way, I spend 15, 20 minutes either swimming in the baths or going for a little walk. And then I come home and I make myself a beautiful, healthy breakfast. So like eggs, mushrooms, spinach, tomato – And I'll sit and I'll have a cup of tea and I'll journal for like half an hour. So I'm like journaling and just writing down. I'm doing a lot of future self-journaling at the moment. So writing down like the traits and the qualities I want to be living and, and, you know, becoming Mm. and what I want my future to look like and trying to um, build up my self-esteem. Yeah. um, Because I think a lot of people think I'm a very positive, happy, confident person but I actually have my demons. Like I'm, you know, I think deep down I've I've got a lot of, um, you know, I'm so hard on myself, like so hard on myself that it's it's actually not. And I think, you know, people that in business often are and that's often what brings them success. But it's it's to my detriment. So yeah. at the moment I'm trying really hard to be my own best friend just be kind to myself. And I love writing. I'm doing a lot more of it. And then I'll sometimes sit and just put on YouTube and I'll put on like a podcast. So Impact Theory or Marissa Peer, I'm listening to a lot at the moment. Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks. I'll just listen to something to set me off for the day, like something that really brings about good feeling, good intention. And then I'll go to work and I don't start work till about 10 a.m. And then when I get to work, I catch up with my right-hand man, Ash. She's my head coach. And then she brings me up to date with what's on for the day. She's the one that plans and organises. So I have Ash who manages Newcastle. So I either meet with Ash or I meet with Abby who manages Maitland. And then I'll work with them for the day. And we're like, right, what are we tackling here? What are we doing? Um, and I used to I used to think I had to get to work for like 8.30, 9 o'clock. So my morning routine was really rushed. Mm. And you know what? I find I'm more productive. I work from 10 till 4 or 5. But I get so much more done because I've spent an hour – on myself for myself, just feeling really, really good.
0: Hundred percent agree mm. that that is a better approach.
1: Yeah, I am. I have achieved more in the last twelve weeks of that morning routine than I have in I don't even know how long. Like, just I, I always, I'm always thinking I've got to give and I've got to be out there, just you know, like doing things instead of just looking like work, doing the work mm. within and this year is the first time i've really done that and it's just like i'm reaping the rewards tenfold i'm sleeping better i've got more energy i'm happier i'm more productive i'm achieving so much my relationships are better because i'm calmer i'm not so stressed and jacked all the time because running two businesses and now i've got an online business i've got you know i've got 15 staff mm. coming at me at any one time plus landlords solicitors accountants other people in the business industry friends family i just always felt like i was just Jacked, yeah. but now I just feel calm that's really good, yeah,
0: that um that's nice. you mentioned when you journal you journal about uh, the qualities you want to have or the person you want to be or the things you want to achieve yeah um that sounds like it's um you you're visualizing and manifesting what you want to happen, totally and if you journal about that stuff, you're setting your you're showing. Your subconscious that, mm-hmm. and so you you see what you focus on. Yep. And so by focusing on things that are positive mm-hmm. or or happy rather than negatives, mm-hmm. or focusing on things that you want to uh, you know have, you will track those things into your life.
1: Totally. Is what?
0: that a technique that you found from from anywhere in particular?
1: Well, like so, for instance, this year, like twenty twenty has probably been like my life right now compared to six months ago is like it's like insanely different like my life this year has just been crazy it's just been like my life's been flipped upside down my relationships are, you know broken broken down I've moved out of my house like you know I'm, I'm living in a different house um I my two businesses are closed you know so, life is very different for me. So, that really put me on a path of like, like looking within and figuring myself out. So, I listened to a lot of stuff. And one thing that became really interesting was, it really stuck with me, that we are all the creators of our own experience. And we create every day without really realizing it. And I realized a lot of the emotions I was feeling and a lot of the talk I was having was very negative and very, you know… Just coming from a bad place, and I was creating more and more of that. I was creating all these experiences in my life that were not positive, and not enjoyable, and not successful, and not thriving. And it's funny. I I, I was just I felt like last year I was just going up against a brick wall constantly, and now it just makes so much sense. Like I was just because my emotions were de- like you know your emotions create your actions, which create your results. You know, so I was just constantly in this cycle. And so I sat back and asked myself, what do I want to create? Like, what kind of life do I want to create for myself? Because I am in control. I can change this, but I've got to stop being asleep to this. And so that's when I started, you know, I'd created a vision board of what I wanted my life to look like. Every day I take one little step towards that. I think about it. I dream about it. I release control and I surrender. And I just trust that the universe, this is woo-woo, but, you know, there's an interesting saying that Steve Jobs says, it's always easy to connect the dots when you look backwards. But it's so hard to have that faith. Like we're going through one of the most monumental times of ever right now, and I know that I've been in this place before where I've been on rock bottom, and it's always been the best. It's always put me on the perfect path that I needed to be on. But I think this has been the one that's rocked me the most because it's the like it's all happened at once. My my moving, I'm a real homebody, so having to move out of my house was, I hated that. My relationship and then my businesses, like all three, have just been affected. So it's like, Whoa. but you know what? I'm okay. I've got a roof over my head. I've got money in the bank. I've got food. I have not gone without a meal. I've got family and friends who love me. Like at the end of the day, I've got the bare essential. Like this stuff really makes you look at, well, hang on a minute. You actually have everything you need right here. And it's just forced me to really dive deep. That's really good. Mm.
0: Good insights there. Yeah. Um, I want to start to ask you a few of the, the questions that I ask all my guests yep. and start to wrap things up. Yep. Um, you've mentioned a few books. Yep. Is there any book in particular that you would recommend to the people listening? It could be about anything.
1: Yep. A book I think every single person on the planet should read is called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Yeah. Um, she is a researcher and, and particularly researches shame. And so many of our – like so many of us are living with so much shame and we just don't even realise it. And that word brings up – it triggers a lot of people I think but I think deep down we, we all do experience shame. And that book like was the beginning of my last rock bottom, like climbing out of that. Um, she has just been a monumental like influence in my life. Like her books, her, um, you know, Netflix docuseries, her – like I've been to see her live, like a live events – She's phenomenal.
0: she she got a Netflix series. Yeah, she? Call to
1: Courage. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a really it's amazing. She is probably I've seen Tony Robbins live. I've seen plenty of speakers. She's hands down the best public speaker you will ever see. Yeah, well. She has the ability to. I remember sitting there watching her. She had me sitting on the edge of my seat. My whole row, we were all like hanging, <laughs> like breaths, like holding onto our breath, just yeah. like waiting in anticipation, and then cracking up laughing and then crying in a in a space of 60 seconds. That's She's phenomenal.
0: That's when you know you've got a a good public speaker. She is insane. When they can insane. go through mm. all those emotions, yeah, make everyone, the whole crowd, yeah. go through all emotions. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's phenomenal. That's so cool. if you ever get the chance to go and see her, go and see her.
0: I think she has a, a TED talk or two. Yeah, she's got she? two.
1: Oh, you have to watch them if you haven't watched them.
0: I may have watched one of them. Oh, I can't remember though.
1: They're both really, really good. Definitely I'll, recommend them.
0: I'll put some links to those mm. in the show notes yeah, for anyone great. that's listening.
1: Yeah, I've watched them over and over. She's phenomenal. Um, I think another book is we Start With Your, like, with your Why. I start think with that's why. just – yeah, Simon Start With Sinek. Why. I think Simon Sinek's fantastic and I think that's something everyone should read just to figure out more about who they are. Um, that, and, that's
0: a good book for anyone that's yeah. in kind of business, I yeah,
1: think. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or marketing yeah. uh,
0: or has products or something that they're offering people. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I think Eckhart Tolle's um, The Power of Now, I think, it's so important like just to, you know, be – Like all we ever have is the present moment and yet we spend so much time dwelling over the past or having anxiety about the future and we just don't ever live in the present moment. So I think that's really important to live in the present moment. I think that's really useful. Um, And there's one other one that I know I've read a couple of times but I just can't think of it. Um,
0: If if it comes to mind. Yeah,
1: I'll mention it. But yeah, those three will, yeah, great start.
0: So you mentioned Netflix there. Mm Mm-hmm. Because everyone spent a lot more time at home, a lot more people have spent more time, well, not everyone, but a lot of people have spent more time on Netflix. Yep. Is there something that you've watched recently that you recommend? Well, well, what series have you just binge watched oh, that it was ju- so good?
1: Yeah, I just watched the Michael Jordan um, oh, Last Dance. I just finished that. Yeah, How it's good so is good. It? it's so good. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, another one I'm getting into right now is called Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. I find that's really interesting. It's it's like funny and it's is also emotional. Is it a comedy? Really emotional. Yeah, it's like a dark comedy.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I've been cracking up in it, but it's also really like – it's also thought-provoking. Okay. So I, I like – Shows like that. Has um, he
0: did he produce that? I'm assuming. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. He produces
1: and directs it, I believe. I could be he, wrong.
0: He produced The Office. Yeah. Yes. As
1: well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he started he And he starred in it.
1: Yeah. So that's really good. Um, and yeah, I think they're yeah, they're both the ones that I've been watching lately. I don't really watch a lot of Netflix, I'm generally watching more YouTube, like I love watching you stuff on YouTube. Mm, but
0: I love YouTube, yeah. hey?
1: Yeah, me too. I love it.
0: If I could just have either yeah. TV or Netflix or YouTube, yeah. I'd pick YouTube. Yeah, me down. too.
1: Well, uh, the things I'm binging on YouTube at the moment is this lady called Marissa Peer. Yep. She's fantastic. She's like this speaker that has this hypnotic voice and she's saying that all of our problems come down to one of three things, that we don't think we're enough, we're not worthy and we don't love ourselves. And um, she's basically saying everyone's problems come from one of those things. And I really believe that. And I'm really starting to see some of my own, um, you know, the way that I'm sabotaging myself unconsciously without realising. So that's been really awesome for me to work through. I'm loving that sort of stuff. And I love Abraham Hicks. I love her whole, you know, all of her stuff about – you know manifestation and vibration. Joe Dispenza, I think he's mm. amazing. And Impact Theory, I love that podcast, yeah. and they show a lot of that on YouTube too. So yeah, yeah, I'm loving that.
0: Did you hit? Do you watch much of Joe Rogan at all?
1: Not really, because I think because the episodes are so long. I've I have watched some. <laughs> have you watched his episode? Have you listened to his episode with a guy called Naval Ravatnik?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Now you have to listen to it. I, this guy would have to be the smartest man I have ever listened to. This guy. Smarter
0: than Neil deGrasse Tyson.
1: I don't know who that is. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he This guy can talk about anything. Talk about religion, um, spirituality, politics, science, maths, business. He's a billionaire. Like he is an angel investor but grew up very poor. But he's, the reason why he's so smart is his mum was very poor and he grew up in New York from India originally. And his mum said to him, every day after school, I want you to go to the library because she couldn't afford daycare, like after school care. So he used to go to the library and you just read. Oh. He's just like, read, read, read. And what I love about him is he's so real. Like he says he used to read junk, like just whatever. Like, but And he says what people do, which is so true, everyone says that they read, but no one reads. Everyone says they meditate, but no one really meditates. People do it because they say it because they think that it's something you should do. And he said, "What parents do a lot is try and make their kids read books that you know are self, like you know, interesting and gonna make them better. And really, they should just." Re-. He said, "It's like junk food. When you eat enough junk food and you feel sick, you eventually get onto the healthy stuff. And it's like that's what reading should be. You should read whatever you want to read, not read what you think you should read." And he talks a lot about that. But anyway, he is a just read, 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 read. Got into business and just and he's, he's so humble, like so so humble and smart. I'm going to send you a link for it. It yeah. is hands down the best Joe Rogan episode you'll ever listen to.
0: Send me a link to each one of those those people that you I spoke will. about and yep, I'll put a link in I the will. show notes of each one of yeah, those those sure. channels.
1: Yeah. That yep. sounds really interesting. Yeah. It is a fantastic episode.
0: Um, what I was going to say about Joe Rogan was he just signed a deal with Spotify. Yeah. Like a licensing deal. So all of his shows are going to be taken off YouTube oh. and taken off Apple, wow. um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah and shown exclusively on Spotify,
1: wow,
0: which is huge.
1: That is huge. Because
0: that's, I think that's YouTube, one of YouTube's biggest podcasters. Yeah, wow. And probably one of Apple's biggest mm. podcasts as well. That's huge for them to lose that. But that's really good for Spotify. That means like Spotify's really mm. coming, up in, coming the, up in the audio and mm. like media kind of game. Mm, totally. S- Spotify have purchased Anchor as well.
1: Oh, wow. I did hear about that actually. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm, yeah, wow, that's good to know. Okay, interesting. So interesting I, how that pins out.
0: I think Apple is they're slowly losing the throne.
1: On their way out. I think so. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Yeah. Um if you could give someone a habit to practice or a habit to do every day for thirty days, what would that be? And Exercise. they would they would successfully do it
1: exercise and it doesn't matter what it is as long as you enjoy it it's like the old saying the best workout is the one that you'll do i think exercise is the most underrated um you know benefit of our time Mm. it mind mind body soul i think it's so important to find something that you just love and i just think if that's all you could do just exercise every day for 30 days i think that's really important that's That's my number one
0: now if you traveled, this is the last this is the last thing I want to end on. Mm-hmm. If you traveled back in time 10 years, what advice would you give yourself? So think back to where you yeah. were 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, just to hold on and get ready for the ride. <laughs> I'd be like It's coming. and just to have faith that it's all gonna work out. Yeah. just I remember 10 years ago like, yeah, God, I was a different person, different person. I was you know, much more like overweight, I was miserable. I was deeply depressed. I was lost like I had no hope for the future. Um, so, yeah, t- if I told myself now, like if I went back and said, you're going to start a business and you're going to go and speak at events and you're going to do this and do that, I would never have believed it. So, yeah, I think that's what I would have said to myself, to just have faith that it's all going to be okay.
0: And you would have no idea what that would have meant either. No. Like, what do you mean have faith? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, sweet. All right, got to wrap things up. Yeah. Um, where do you want to send people from here to find out more about you?
1: Yeah, well, we're pretty active on Instagram. We love to hang out there. So come and check us out on Instagram. We've got a website. Um, so Lassam Newcastle on Instagram, LaSomme Maitland, LaSomme Australia as well. That's our online program. And Facebook, we hang out as well. We've got the website. We've got a podcast, Lassam podcast. Um, we've got a YouTube channel. So yeah, come and connect with us at any of those places. We'd How do you spell
0: Lassam for the people yeah. listening wondering?
1: Yeah, L-I-S-S-O-M-E. Awesome. And that word means to be agile, supple, and graceful.
0: Oh, is that what it means? Yeah. It's Latin. In Latin? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. All right. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Oh,
1: my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right, guys. If you enjoyed this, please take a screenshot and share it. I'd love to see who's listening. And also, please subscribe and give a rating on iTunes. Sending positive vibes to everyone out there. Thanks heaps for listening.